Welcome to the Carrie Newhoff Leadership Podcast, a podcast all about leadership, change, and personal growth. The goal? To help you lead like never before in your church or in your business. And now, your host, Carrie Newhoff. Well, hey, everybody. My name is Carrie Newhoff. I hope our time together helps you lead like never before. And oh, my goodness, can you believe we are just a couple of weeks away from Christmas? And that means uh, the demands on your time are pretty exacting. And January is right around the corner and you're going to have a whole bunch of New Year's resolutions. And last week, uh, hopefully you jumped on John Acuff's special offer to podcast listeners, which is good all this month for his 30 days of hustle. And uh, I guess December can be a way of giving back to you as listeners because my guest this week also has a special offer for you and a whole bunch of free. And he's backed by popular demand. His name is Wayne Cordova. And so uh, Wayne, Wayne's become a friend. He's also known as Geek Pastor. You first heard him if you've been listening to the podcast for a while on episode 34. And that has been a wildly popular episode. To be honest, and Wayne and I talk about this, it was a real risk because it was my first ever really, and I guess kind of my only super technical episode where Wayne actually walked through a whole bunch of software and like apps you should be using and time hacks and tech hacks. And I thought, you know, this could go really well or everybody could go, wow, this is so technical. People loved it. You loved it. It's one of the top 10 episodes actually of all time on this podcast. So that's amazing. So Wayne's back. And he's got some um, really good tech hacks. So whether you're an absolute tech beginner and you've forgotten everything in episode 34, this will help. Or if you're a little bit geeky like Wayne is, you're, you're going to pick up a few gems probably that you went, huh, didn't know about that. There was one that really challenged me. And I'm semi-geeky. So I hope this is going to be helpful. And make sure you listen to the end because Wayne has got a special offer just for you podcast listeners, because he really values you. And uh, it's kind of fun. He's going to tell us a story too of how you kind of blew up his blog the first time around. So <laughs> that was fun. Anyway, uh, really thrilled to have Wayne back and uh, just want to know how you're doing too. I hope the time leading up into Christmas is going to be a good time for you personally. And, and just a personal note, I know this is when things can get out of control. And I just want to encourage you to take good, good care of yourself as you head into Christmas. I know that's something I'm going to be doing. We gave the staff a couple of bonus days off between Christmas and New Year's this year. And, you know, that doesn't always work in, in every circle, but I just hope you can find some time to kind of relax and take the season in. That's going to be really important for you. So that's from my heart to yours. And I also want to say thank you. Thanks for making this journey so rewarding. And uh, we always talk about like leaving ratings and reviews, which is awesome. But here's something I want you to do if you haven't done it yet. Would you take a minute if you haven't subscribed to this podcast and do it today? It's absolutely free. And here's the cool part. You'll never miss an episode. I've got some bonus episodes coming up before the holidays, after the holidays, and you won't miss it. And then you won't miss like next week's guest and the week after. And it's absolutely free. The stuff automatically loads. And that's another way when you subscribe, believe it or not, iTunes goes, oh, we should get this podcast out to more people. So if it's really helping you, one of the best things you can do to sort of give back, and it costs you absolutely nothing except five seconds of your time, is to go onto your podcast app and hit subscribe. So if you haven't done that, would you do that today? That would be really, really cool. 
also heard from a lot of you who ha- are continuing to give great feedback on uh, my book, which released uh, two months ago now. Wow. Called Lasting Impact, Seven Powerful Conversations That Can Help Your Church Grow. Also, I know a lot of you have said, okay, I've read this. I got to get it in front of my team. If you want the best rates for your team, just go to lastingimpactbook.com. And obviously you can buy it off Amazon. You can get the, uh, you know, the iBooks version uh, off that website as well, just to click away. But you'll notice one of the icons there says Orange Store. And Orange is actually um, related to the publisher who published the book. They have the best rates for teams. So if you want to pick up a dozen copies or 20 copies or, you know, however many copies you want, you can get that. uh, The best rate for bulk discounts is at the orange store. So just actually go to lastingimpactbook.com, click on the orange icon, and then you can scroll down. And when you go to order, you'll see the more you order, the more you save. So uh, that's a way of saving you money. If you've budgeted for that next year, you're going to buy some lasting impact copies for friends or for your team this Christmas. Uh, That's a way of hopefully helping you out a little bit. And also, I'm really, really hoping by the time this episode goes live that the audiobook will be available. And uh, some of you got that audiobook for free uh, because you got all the bonuses at the beginning. But if you didn't and you're going to buy it off Amazon, I-, I narrated it and I threw a whole lot of bonus material into the audiobook, particularly at the end of the chapter where I read through the questions. I actually took some extra time to answer them for you, or at least help you formulate an answer. So I gave you lots of opinions that are not in the book, some stories that I didn't tell in the book. So there's bonus footage in the uh, audio CD version. And if that is not on Amazon by the time you listen, it will be very, very shortly. So anyway, that's some stuff for Christmas too. So in the meantime, let's get right into my conversation with Mr. Geek himself, Wayne Cordova, who's going to help you save time so you can like read books and do John's course and Wayne's special stuff. Here you go. Well, I am very, maybe ultra excited to have Wayne Cordova back on my podcast. And a lot of you who've listened for a little while might remember him from, I think it was episode 34, where uh, Wayne came on. He's also known as Geek Pastor online in, on Twitter. And uh, Wayne, you and I did a little bit of an experiment where we went like super technical for an episode. And I mean, it's still timeless, but you told us all about apps that could save us time and increase productivity. And so I'm so happy to have you back as a guest and we're going to go at it again. Oh, Carrie, I am so excited uh, to be back. Thank you for for asking me back uh, to be to be a part. I got to tell you that just the the last few months since I've been on the Carrie Newhoff Leadership Podcast have just been uh, amazing. It's it's just been one of those things where um, you know I was I was actually talking to my wife uh, just a little while ago and I was saying you know geek pastor is actually it's it's a thing now it's actually a thing and, and <laughs> I've, I've so been good. blown away and um, uh, ever since that time I got, I got to hang out during that episode I've heard from so many other pastors that just needed to kind of talk a little bit more about productivity so they could spend more time with people and connect with them and I mean I, I've been able to travel to other churches uh, and 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 help them you know with their weekend services and stuff and do one-on-one coachings and calls and uh, it's just been a blast and so I thank Thank you for for having me Amen. on. And that was just so much fun and can't wait to do it again. 
Well, you know, that's a thrill for me, actually, as the host of the podcast. And I just I want I want to circle back to the listeners, because usually at the end of an episode, we're like, hey, you may want to check this book out or you created a special deal on Geek Pastor for yeah. podcast listeners. And we're going to do a new deal. We do it again um, yeah. this time around. We're going to do it again. So hang on till the end with Wayne, because he is super helpful, basically, in just helping you leverage technology and time management hacks so that you can spend more of your life doing what you love to do. And apparently so many listeners went over and accessed your material. It kind of blew up your blog. It kind of <laughs> rocked your world. And you were telling me you weren't quite ready for it. Not, <laughs> last I, time. I really wasn't. You know, it was just one of those things where I, <laughs> man, I just wanted to come on and, and talk geek with you, you know? And, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, it, it was amazing. I mean, so many people visited the blog and uh, and downloaded free resources and so many folks jumped on and 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 we're listening to the podcast and, uh, and, and, and it was just, it was one of those things where, um, for me, I, I actually, uh, had thought about it and I was like, man, I really wish I had, uh, even more to offer at that time or even more, uh, for folks to be able to check out and, and download. And so we've been working on that and, and, and there's a lot of exciting things happening in, in, in 2016. I can't wait to share about. Okay, so we're ready, and we're going to try to break your internet. How does that sound? Oh, let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> we're going to try I, to break I, I the Wayne Cordova universe. <laughs> so uh, we'll do that. No, but you know what? And it was it was a risk for me too because I'd never done an episode that technical where we got into like specific apps. And everybody who listens to this podcast knows it's eclectic. That's what it is. It's just yeah. kind of a weird mix of like well known leaders everybody knows and people nobody's ever heard of and technical things and pastoral things and leadership things and everything in between, which is sort of my world, right? As, as a church leader. Well, I'm telling you, I mean, that that's for me, it was just really cool because I'm a fan of the podcast. And then I got to yeah. be a part of the podcast, which was real kind of surreal for me. Um, and we did. We got really down and nerdy. Like it was like real, we yeah. got real intricate. But I got to tell you, one of the coolest things happened to me just a couple of weeks ago. I brought a team of uh, staff and adult volunteers to the Orange Tour uh, when they visited oh, yeah. in Florida. And I'm standing there at the counter. I'm writing my name on my name tag. And right. uh, there was uh, there was an awesome guy standing next to me who kind of he was looking at my name tag and he said, oh, hey, Wayne, hey, I'm a big fan of your podcast. And that's I was cool. blown away. I almost didn't know what to do about that. I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> <laughs> I had to apologize. I don't know why, but it was just like I was so excited. And uh, man, it's, wow. it's been a wild ride. And so I think we're going to you know, we're going to have some fun today. Kind of, you know, we're going to we're going to get in. We're going to get in geeky. But uh, I think it's going to be really helpful. Okay, that's great. And you know what? Uh, we will link back to your podcast. I'm going to be a guest on your podcast. We're going to go back and forth today. Uh, and I don't know when it's all going to air, but uh, it'll, it'll all come out in the wash. It'll be in the show notes, which is good. So let's start with everybody's favorite subject, free, which is, you know, whose favorite subject is that not? So uh, you've got, and what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about time hacks, tech hacks, teamwork, collaboration, and uh, a little bit about a special um, productivity offer that you've got for people uh, that that our listeners are going to get exclusive access to or special Absolutely. access to. But let's start with free. So this hits everybody's budget. Doesn't matter how small your church is, how small your expense line is, or how expensive groceries are. This works for everybody. 
uh, or how many kids you have in school in my case. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so walk us, walk us through some free things that can just make us all better at what we do so that we have more time to do what we're called to do. Well, and, and I really appreciate free. I mean, honestly, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, we have a little motto at home. If, it, if it's free, it's for me. And uh, I, I, I <laughs> love good. that. And, and especially, I mean, especially on a pastor's budget, I know that a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, apps aren't in your, uh, in your staffing budget, you know, and uh, little, little things that you can kind of, you know, just download onto your phone or onto your laptop. Sometimes you're on your own. And, uh, and a lot of the feedback that I received from the last time was, you know, we did, we mentioned a lot of software and a lot of apps mm-hmm. and some of that costs money, you know, and, and so really kind of yeah. taking a look at that. Um, I came up with a couple of things that I think are essential when it comes to productivity that we may not even realize are free because sometimes we kind of shy away from it because we just think if it's technology, it's expensive. Um, but one yeah. of those things that I always drive people to are Google apps. Google yes. apps are free. I mean, everything from Gmail, which you can actually host right. your church's email onto, um, everything from, you know, from that to you know, creating you know, docs and spreadsheets on Google Docs, even like team communication. You can, you can do all that stuff on Google Apps. You could do everything um, in that. And so one of the things that I love to do with our team is, you know, hey, let's, let's create a Google app for that. Let's, let's create a Google spreadsheet. Um, you know, when people sign up for forms on our church website, mm-hmm. uh, more often than not, it's actually a Google form, which is also free. And so when people sign up for that, they sign up, maybe it's for baptism. Uh, well, now we have a spreadsheet that everybody who needs it has access to uh, and, and they can check out. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, we say, hey, we can't afford the big software suites, right? Or we can't afford, yeah. you know, the, the Microsoft Office stuff. Um, Google Apps is, 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 is real. It's easy. It's accessible. There's an app for that. Yeah. Right. I appreciate you mentioning that because, you know, as, as I've said many times before, I've led a very small church. I mean, when I started, uh, I was a student. We didn't have a whole lot of money. I was getting paid peanuts. And I think the budget of the smallest of the three churches for the entire year, Wayne, was $4,000 for the year. Like, it's crazy. It's like, how could you give that little? But anyway, people did. So now we're part of a, you know, I think our annual budget now is 1.8 million or whatever, whatever. So we have, we have a line for, for those items. But first of all, I'll never forget all of that stuff for the church came out of my personal pocket, even though I was making peanuts. And so I am big into free and over delivering value for pastors who are at it, which is, which is just great. Second thing way is even now that we've got, you know, a $1.8 million budget, guess what the Conexus church office basically runs off of Google docs, Google docs, every series I teach, is is done on Google Docs. A lot of our spreadsheets are opened in uh, Google Sheets. We run off Gmail, and there are other apps. I think our website is largely powered by sign-up forms or all Google Forms. I don't know how to do that part, but like when and this is what's cool. If you don't know like how Google Docs really work, or you just don't use it collaboratively, we'll be sitting in a service uh, programming production meeting. And I'm working on bottom lines with my team. There's five other people in the room. And you can actually see where everybody is on the sheet and we're all changing right. it. And you can you can set permissions so you know some guy doesn't accidentally erase everything you've worked on. But I mean, that's what we use. And it's it's free. I think finally we went to the professional version of Google Apps last year or the year before, uh, because Google says you guys are too big and now you have to pay us. I don't know whether we pay or not, but most of that for the most part is free and I I use it all the time. So um, is there a good tutorial, Wayne, on like if you don't know how to use all the functionality in, in, in Google apps and what apps? So there's docs, sheets, 
forms. What other apps does Google have for free? Well, now they, you know, they, they've kind of taken all the, the, the docs and the sheets and, and, and all that. They've kind of just formed it all into, in, into one um, application called Google Drive. And so Google Drive right. actually functions a lot like Dropbox. So again, there's another free resource where you can swap files mm-hmm. and share files with each other, you know, go online and, and, and you know, make as many documents and, and spreadsheets as you want. And here's the beauty of this is what I love about that is that uh, Google's provided this free resource for everybody. And they also offer free tutorials. You could actually just go right onto yeah. YouTube, which is also a Google company. And, uh, <laughs> Ta-da! and, and surprise right there. And, and you can pull up all the tutorials that you need. And the best thing is, this is what I love about the internet right now is that uh, even if you're not satisfied with the organization's own tutorial, somebody else out there has made an even better one. And so if there's something that you're struggling with looking for, it's like free training. You you just go right back on there and and, and find out if you don't know how to do something on Google Docs, it'll show you how to do it. It's really simple. Yeah. And you know what? We'll link to all of this in the show notes. And maybe Wayne, what we could do is even find your favorite um, Google Apps tutorial yes. on YouTube or wherever. And we'll link to that. The other thing I was, I was going to say is, uh, this also works offline. Correct. So if you're using Google drive or Google docs or Google sheets in Chrome, the Chrome browser, which again is also free and you can uh, upload that on any device, including an Apple device. Um, I love this when I'm on a plane that has no Wi-Fi, I can finish my series outline or my teaching notes on a plane offline. And as soon as I get internet connectivity again, it automatically syncs as opposed to, and I've got word and all that stuff, but I mean, as opposed to sending 72 versions, I've written my last book, Lasting Impact. We wrote in Word docs and you're always trying to figure out like, what version did I just send? And then how do I not send that again? So I'm a big fan of Google Docs. Well, that's cool. And that's it, the beauty of it is, you know, just, you know, it, it, I keep that in my travel checklist all the time is making sure mm-hmm. that um, I'm all set to go with working with Google Docs offline so that I can use it on the plane or in the airport. Yeah. And that only works in Chrome, not in Safari exactly. or any other browsers that you happen to be using. But that's good. OK, so we started with free with Google, but there's a bunch of other stuff, too. And sorry, we, we really drilled down in that. But I think a lot of people probably don't know how much functionality there is inside Google for free for anybody. Really, it, it should be in every church planter's toolbox, really. Um, and yeah. you know, the other thing that I would suggest, it's also just a, it's a free app, but man, um, is it versatile even in its free state? Is It's Evernote. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. We talked a little bit about Evernote last time. I mean, it was it, it was definitely a, uh, a a huge part of what we talked about because I, I believe it's one of those essential items you need to have in your toolbox. Um, but it does a great job, especially again, kind of with sharing documents, being able to you know mm-hmm. just type up some notes, send it quickly. Image capture, I love the image capture feature yeah. uh, on Evernote. You can just type up a real note. It comes in real handy for me right now. We're entering into the Christmas season, you know, and uh, yeah. if I see something that I, I like for somebody, I, I, I snap a picture of it, you know, type a quick note up, and, and I can always go back to it all the time. But Evernote's one of those things I just find it's essential. You can use it as a to-do list maker. So if you don't want to spend mm-hmm. any big bucks on a on a you know big organizer, you can use it to you know to make to-do lists. You can use it uh, again to uh, um, what I love is I like the work chat feature. So if you're okay. if you're working on the I've never same, used that. Oh, it's great. If you're working on the same document uh, with somebody in in real time, you can actually go through and and just uh, they call it work chat. You can actually communicate with each other while you're working on the same uh, document. 
And it just keeps all the notes of that conversation handy as you're working towards the same goal. And, and that's what I love about it. So I could go back to it and read all the past work chat conversations yeah. just in case we missed something. Um, that's cool. I think, I don't know whether it's the free or the premium version. I have the premium because I think it's worth the money. It is. But if you've got a whiteboard uh, and you've got notes, you just take a picture of it and it actually reads what you wrote on the board in cursive or, you know, in printed, printed out. And so it's got OCR, like optical character recognition built into it so that basically it's completely searchable. And guess what I happen to be uh, rattling these questions off of Evernote? I write them all in Evernote, hit the present mode, and I've got, I mean, you can see this, nobody else can, but there it is in present (laughs) mode, Wayne Cordova podcast interview questions, because again, it syncs automatically on all devices and I can write them on when I'm flying, offline, wherever. Man, Super easy that. that way. That stuff is a premium feature. Talking about the uh, the optical character recognition. Okay. And so it does cost you know a, a little bit. However, there's always uh, and the cool thing with Evernote, there's always ways around that. Uh, they have referral p- programs that you could jump into. That hey, if you just want to you know s- send some info to some of your pastor friends and stuff, if they sign on, you get a referral credit. And the more that you get, the more you can actually work uh, okay. up into getting a, a, a you know a premium. Right. And they've actually narrowed down their premiums. So that there's an even more affordable version, and then you could go all the way pro if you want. Gotcha. And again, the free does 99% of the stuff anyway. I mean, I I should probably go back to free. Okay, so that's Evernote. That's great. And if you're not on it, why not? Um, And then then you've got another one, a couple more that you want to talk about in the free category. A couple more real quick. The first one is, uh, the, the next one is, if this, then that. Uh, yes. We chatted about this a little bit, and, uh, and and here's the thing with if this and that. Number one, it is free. It syncs with so many accounts, and and here's what it does. It is a free automator for right. everything from whatever you're doing on online with whether it's email or text messages, um, whether it's uh, you know, whether uh, your social media activity. Um, I, I, I talked a little bit about one thing that I do uh, where uh, if I hit like on my Instagram, it actually saves – uh, the image that I like into a, a special folder. And, and so I, I do that with a lot of the, um, the, the Bible verses that Carrie will post every day on, on, on Instagram. <laughs> and go. I use that. It goes straight into my screensaver folder. So I have all these cool Bible verses that, that are floating around on my screen and a lot of different you know, awesome. hacks to do. But a lot of times we think, hey, you know what? I don't have the money to afford Hazel, which is an automator um, mm-hmm. that, you know, that costs money. Hey, I don't have the money to, to buy Keyboard Maestro, which is another automator. But if this, then that, you sign up for it, it's free and you could discover it all you want. You could jump in there and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and play around. It's a huge sandbox of automation. Uh, if you do anything more than once, check out if this, then that. It could probably help you save some time. And they have recipes, right? Is it recipes on if this, then that? I love that because I love food. And so... I know, me too. <laughs> so they call them recipes. And so, it, you know, some of the simple stuff is, um, you know, I don't always want to have to check my email. I'm not a big fan of right. notifications and I'm not a big fan of... But if I'm waiting for a specific email to come in, you could set up an if this, then that recipe that, that, that can simply say, um, if Carrie emails me, send me a text message. And on in all in the background, that's what the recipe will do. So if you send me an email, this is, you know, hey, Wayne, are we uh, still on to, you know, hang out today? Mm-hmm. 
it'll shoot me a text message that says, you got an email Sweet. from Carrie Newhoff, check it out now. And then I can just go right in there and check it. Um, and you can steal other people's recipes, right? It's common can. property. So you don't have to be this genius who's like, gosh, I got to figure out all these recipes for myself. So it's sort of common property. It's open source that way. You can download them straight from the site. You can download them straight from the app. And then there's even wow. user groups all throughout the internet, all these different forums that people will post all the ones that they've created. And so again, like a great leadership uh, application is right. You can surround yourself by all these people who are just smarter than you, who created these things in advance. And you can just download it and just reap the benefits of their genius, you know? See, that's so good. Okay, <laughs> now the next one's going to be a lot of fun because graphic design is all the bomb and very few of us can afford graphic designers. But there's what? This is in the free category? Are you kidding me? This is in the free category. And and, and here's the reason okay. why. Uh, not only is it a, a free, not only is it a freemium, what I what I call, uh, but this, mm. this may also save you money if, if you can't afford a graphic designer on your staff, on your team, or anything like that yet, and you're just trying to, you know, get started, especially when it comes to social media, there's an app for that. And many of these apps are free. And and, and the, the thing that we kind of shy away from is that, oh, I don't have any artistic sense, or I don't, you know, I don't know the first yeah. thing about graphic design. Well, at a very amateur level, if you download any of these really great apps, I mean, and, and there's a ton, I'll just, just flipping through my phone, you know, some of them, you know, are 99 cents, some of them are, are, are $2, and some of them are absolutely free, and they'll put like a little watermark on the corner, um, which in this day and age, man, a lot of that stuff is just so acceptable, especially in social media. You know, it's okay if you yeah. have a, you know, a pick play post thing down at the bottom. Um, but again, like pick play, pl pick play post is a, is a great, uh, graphic design app where you could put text on pictures and on images. It even mm -hmm. allows you to, um, to use video. And, and so if you shot a really great baptism video and you want to celebrate how many people uh, were baptized, you can do that real simply and then upload it to Instagram and boom, you are like this graphic design genius. Yeah. And <laughs> it really makes you look better than you should look, right? Really These apps. Does. It's it great. Really does. But it's just one of those so things. So pick, play, post. Pick, play, post is one of those. Uh, you know, we like, uh, I know you and I, we like word swag. Uh, that, oh. that costs a little bit. That's just a couple of bucks. But uh, but again, it and what you'll find is a lot of these apps have a free version that you can play around yeah. with. And I love that. I love apps that have a, usually they call them light, L-I-T-E. They call mm -hmm. them a light version. It's free. You can play around and see if you like it. And if you like it, then you can decide, you know what, is this worth the the two bucks, um, you know, just to kind of make our ministry look good every week or or to have, you know, some some great graphics. And a lot of them will uh, will download at a high resolution. And you may be able to even use them on the web. Uh, and you may be able yeah. to use them in some print capabilities, especially if you're kind of doing it in a, in a small way. It's not a replacement for a graphic designer. And by all means, I love graphic designers. Our church employs one and, and, and he does a phenomenal job. But when I need something right. really quick, there's nothing like having that right at the tip of my fingers. And you might need it for you. Word Swag is my go-to app. If you follow me on Instagram or any of my social sites, it's Word Swag that produces 90% of my graphics. And sometimes they're so good. I had just as a little team gift to the team that helped me launch my book and do my podcast, I actually took Word Swag graphics and blew them up onto Canvas okay. and gave them to them as a gift. And they loved it. It was, it was great. So, I mean, this is really good quality stuff and it makes you look smarter than you actually are. Right? So that's good. Good. Okay. Anything else in the free category? You know, uh, the biggest thing that I recommend, and this is more of a, this is more of a, uh, of a tip than a specific item. Okay. Um, and, and my tip is this, is that it, whatever, um, whatever, uh, smartphone you use, make it a weekly habit, just as you're kind of poking around to pull up the app store 
okay, mm-hmm. and tap on the top 10 free apps. Because the reason why yeah. I say that is because sometimes apps that are uh, sold at a premium, sometimes they're, you know, they're uh, you know, a $4 app or a $5 app, for some reason, the developers will put it on sale for free. And, uh, and they'll do it for a short period of time. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and it happens a lot during the holidays and around New Year. And, uh, and any kind right. of there's like anytime there's like a, a major sale, the sale date that's going on, uh, you could even do that. Hey, even Boxing Day in Canada. Uh, you yeah, can- yeah. <laughs> Canada, Boxing Day. <laughs> but like, you know, but I, that's it's more of a tip. Check out the top 10 free apps at any app store. And you may be surprised at what's being offered at any given moment. Yeah. And you're right about the fire sale. I bought some really expensive apps, like $49 apps for $9.99 that I really wanted just because I caught it on sale. And then other times stuff goes free and you can try it out. And if you don't like it, delete it, right? Exactly. So well, exactly. And hey, look, if it's free, it's for me. And, and, and if it's cheap, it could still be for me. Right. <laughs> So Google Apps, Evernote, if this, this, then that, Word Swag, other graphic design places uh, or uh, apps like uh, Pick, Play, Post, and so on, super helpful. And then uh, let's talk about team collaboration. Let's go there. So this is something you're really passionate about. We all work on teams. At some point, and I think a lot of us can relate to this, you're working with team members who are not in the room. It, you know, your team thing is not just you guys all hanging out in the boardroom 24-7 or in somebody's office. So how do you not die in a sea of email when you're working with the team? Because I think the default for a lot of teams, right, Wayne, still is, I'll just email them. And tell us about that. You know, it, it really is. Is like, you know, a lot of times, and, and you, you may have experienced this too in the office where somebody will come, you know, they'll come running around the corner, they'll knock on your door in your office and they'll say, hey, did you get my email? And, uh, and you'll right. say, well, when did you send it? <laughs> well, just now. Just now. <laughs> and, and a lot of times we, Guilty. we do and We treat email like it's text messaging, like, like it should be instantaneous. And there was a time, there really was a time when email um, was, was this novel way to communicate. Yeah. It was just amazing. It really was mostly instant and you can kind of uh, share a lot of thoughts. But right now, uh, so many people are drowning in their inboxes. And uh, I was really inspired by something that Michael Hyatt did uh, with his team. And he mentioned it on his podcast. And he just said, we mm-hmm. killed email for our team. And uh, they said, you know, he just said from, you know, from that point on, when we killed email, we said all communication would happen. And he mentioned an app called Slack. And all yes. this information would, would happen on Slack. And I said, huh. And so I gave Slack a try. I started kind of checking it out. And I love, love, love Slack. It is a team communication tool that works a lot like instant messaging. It works a lot like sure. text messaging. But it also allows you know file sharing, private channels, uh, small channels, and, and you basically where you can just kind of go and cover one particular topic. You can invite people on your teams to join just a particular channel so they could stay up on, you know, at, here on our team, we have a Slack channel focused just on baptism. And hmm. during during our, our baptism, you know, seasons that happen every couple of months, right, they get really, really busy and a lot of questions pop up and a lot of, you know, information is, is shared. And then that kind of trickles down and it, you know, it kind of dies up for a couple of weeks and it comes right back up. And in the same way, you know, we use it. Um, I, I've got a I've got a little line item that says today at Crosspoint. 
And basically, if something's happening today, you know, whether it's here in the office or in the life of our church, talk about it here. You know, whether it's a volunteer who's about to come into the office because they're going to, you know, come and do some work. Um, it really helps because sometimes I'm thinking, oh, I really wanted to, you know, oh, I really wanted to talk to so-and-so, but I didn't know they were coming in and now they're gone, you know? Um, right, It really right. kind of um, helps with that, but it also helps in kind of knowing, um, hey guys, you know, uh, don't forget about this meeting that we're having today or, or that kind of thing. So help me understand. All right, I heard the same podcast. Here's the difference between you and me. You did something about it. I did nothing about it. So I'm still <laughs> drowning in email. And so um, help me understand because what I have many and I, I I need to take some time and just drill down into it. But how does that how is that different than email? How like if it's on Slack? How how is how is that better than just you know. 72 emails blown up your inbox. Now you got 72 threads going or whatever they call them, discussions or whatever happening inside Slack. That's no, that's a great question. And, and the, the difference is for us is that we decided that email is going to be for information. Um, and so mm. we, you know, we use email still on our team and, and we inform, you know, we kind of, um, you know, the, the, the notes that we have to go back to, or the reference points that we have to go back to, we share, but when we're looking for, um, back and forth communication, we go to Slack because what we often realize is that we wish somebody else was in the thread with us, or we wish somebody else was in the room with us at Slack that happens. Um, and mm. all, all the communication is fully searchable as well. So if you need some information uh, to come back to you, you can always go back and you can kind of reference all the conversations. So like that Gmail, happen. it's fully it's a, searchable. It's a lot like Gmail in, when, in, in the sense that it's fully searchable, but it's also, it's immediate. What I love about Slack is there's an app for Slack everywhere. You can download the desktop app. You can download the phone app. It's also a web app. And so everywhere you go, you know, it follows you. Okay. And if you want to have a notification turn on, you can. If you want to shut down all notifications except for maybe one channel, you can do that in, in the same way. But what I love about that is that people do email differently and people treat mm -hmm. email different uh, in, in, in different situations. But when you sit down with your team and you say, guys, this is what's going to go on Slack. This is the kind of communication we want to have happen on this platform. And we want it to be searchable. We want everybody to, to kind of at least be in the know of what's going on. It really kind of makes people a, a little bit smarter about, uh, you know, what I'm going to share, what I'm going to talk about, or, or even uh, the information that gets dispensed between each other. Uh, right. And, and, it, and it makes you a little bit more focused on, hey, you know what, everybody's going to get this. Uh, let me let me communicate this in a way so that everybody can understand and, and allows me to kind of learn from everybody as well, because I may not be involved in your area 100 percent, but by searching through Slack, I can know what I need to know to get me, you know, into this next Sunday. Okay, well, I'll have to take your word for that and Michael Hyatt's and Pat Flynn's and a few other people as well who really love this. And I'll have to, I'll have to drill down on that. So that's Slack. And again, everything we talk about is going to be in the show notes. Right. What else helps with team collaboration? And so uh, a couple other things that are free or at least kind of they have um, a, a free level. Um, right. There's apps like Wonderlist, which I know that you like to mm -hmm. use. It's a to-do app. I do. And it's, it's great for collaboration, especially when you want to just kind of work one-on-one -on -one with somebody. You shoot them a task and they can kind of comment and, and and you can have a conversation. So you can get a little bit more detail oriented in Wonderlist, which is what I like also is, you know, you can work through a project um, and, and create the list, you know, together um, and then comment, you know, as the, as the project's going on. It's, it's, it's free to start with and, you know, you can kind of mm -hmm. go into, you know, premium uses. But um, honestly, I don't use Wonderlist for work-related 
stuff. I use it for my oh, yeah. family. I use it with my wife. Cool. And, uh, and, and especially when it comes to uh, the honeydew list or the shopping list. And so mm-hmm. we can kind of, you know, she can make lists for me, which is usually what happens. And then, <laughs> and then she could get real detail oriented in the comments and then I could kind of comment back. And if I want to be a little smarmy, I can, but you know, uh, but, but it works as a great kind of communication tool between the two of us. Now, yeah. Okay. And I use that too. My assistant well, and I use it and it's, it's, it's great. I really do like it. And for me, uh, it's become my go-to to-do app. And I've tried lots. It's fantastic. And and now if you're more of a visual person, this is what I love. Mm-hmm. Trello. I don't know if you've heard of Trello or if you've seen it. Tried it for a while. Yeah. It, Trello. It's it's great for visual folks who like to actually uh, take a task and just move it on down the line. And so the way it works is uh, they call uh, they call everything cards. And so you pull out a card mm-hmm. and it could be, a, you know, whatever project, you know, you, maybe you've got, you know, the, the big Easter services coming up and you could create the Easter card or you could create smaller yeah. cards when it comes to Easter in general. And so you kind of like, uh, you're, you're almost, you know, playing a game where, you know, you want to move <laughs> this task down the line. It co- it goes from idea to implementation to done, you know, and, uh, and Sweet. you can continue to do that. A lot of folks in churches use Trello, especially for their, um, their pipeline of assimilation. And a lot of times, okay. a lot of times they'll use that because you can visually take a person literally, uh, from entry point into the, in, in, into the first step of what they're doing at their church to the next step. Maybe Maybe it's membership. Maybe it's active activity in a group or something. And if you have a um, a series of activities that you want somebody to go through, you can kind of take them through until they're done and they're a fully you know fully functioning participant of your church or a member. Um, and and a lot of churches will do that. And what I love about what churches have been doing with Trello is that if you do a couple of searches here and there on Twitter um, and and overall just kind of on uh, in, in Google a little bit. And in, but but Twitter have had a lot of success seeing what other churches are doing in Trello because you can share your Trello page with everybody hmm. who wants to see it so that they can see cool. how you get things done. I love stuff like that, that not only is it collaborative with the team, because you could use that with an entire team, but also you get to kind of share it uh, so that other people can benefit from, again, your genius of how to put things together. The achievers would love that too. You see progress. <laughs> okay, good. Other collaborative tools for your team. Okay, so uh, the, the last couple of uh, collaborative tools that are that are free, especially to start, um, are Zoom and Skype. And uh, right. a lot of times we're we, on Skype right yeah, now. Yeah, and a lot of times folks forget about Skype. I mean, fi- Skype is is a uh, is a legend now. It's a veteran, you know, yeah. of, of the internet. And and a lot of times we forget that it's actually a really great um, collaborative tool, especially if you have staff. Maybe you're a smaller church staff, and not everybody is in the office. Maybe you don't have an mm-hmm. office that's big enough for everybody. Um, but right. you can pull together, especially in Zoom. You can actually pull together an entire uh, group meeting in Zoom. You could record the conversation. You could share it for everybody. Uh, you could still do some of that with Skype. You can record the calls and share it. You're a little bit limited on Skype on how many people can uh, be in a room. But again, you know, there's nothing like having that face-to-face. And I had a conversation with somebody just a few weeks ago that said, I can't have a staff meeting. And, uh, and, and they, I asked them why. And they said, well, you know, everybody's got, you know, different schedules and they can't all be in the office at the same time. And I said, man, you know, you, you know, we live in an entirely new world where, you know, folks telecommute all the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's got an internet connection, they could be a part of your meeting no matter what. 
Uh, yeah, we we started that. We started daily huddles for our team about seven months ago, six months oh, ago. And uh, wherever you are, unless you're on vacation, you just phone in four days a week, Monday through Thursday. You know, Sunday we're all on campus. That's right. And uh, we use Google Hangouts, which is also free and a Skype alternative. But it's fantastic. It's really built team communication. It's really helped. And, and so that's been good. And yeah, totally. It's a great way to do virtual teams. I was going to try and avoid another Google uh, entry into this category. Right. Right, right. Unless they think you're being paid, right? <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I don't have my t-shirt yet, but yeah, no. Google yeah, Hangouts but, but Skype works just as well. And I've actually recorded every video interview on this podcast, which is like 98% of the episodes I've done, has been recorded on Skype via video. So you and I are seeing each other. Right. And then we just rip the audio off of it and uh, use that for the podcast. As you can and, see, I'm uh, wearing a cleaner shirt today. And uh, no, I'm just <laughs> That's it. I mean, often I've, I've, I've interviewed people right after their run and they're still sweaty, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, I could probably extort a lot of money if I threatened to make the videos public, but anyway. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's really good and the audio quality is, is quite solid on Skype. Absolutely. Uh, now the last couple of, uh, of resources that I would talk about when it comes to collaboration, they're not necessarily free. They're free to mm-hmm. try. And, uh, right. and I love, I, I love being able to do that. Like, again, it's like, if it doesn't work for you, you don't have to get it. You don't have to pay for it. Um, but Basecamp and Todoist mm-hmm. are, are really cool premium, um, applications when it comes to team collaboration, being able to get together again and, and share projects. I just recently was helping with a church who, um, you know, I, I just came for, for a weekend visit. They wanted to kind of go over, um, they want, they were refreshing their look and they wanted to make some changes to their, their Sunday morning, um, just look overall. And they included me in on their base camp, um, project uh, communications. And so Mm -hmm. I was getting a a daily digest of emails um, from Basecamp that kind of shared all the communication that they had. I was able to download the app and I could be engaged and and I could share uh, documents. I could share files and images with everybody. Um, You know, all the communication was happening in one central location. And it was really neat. It kind of happened like in in, in forum type uh, setting where, you know, if you wanted to start up a conversation about one particular topic, we had Mm -hmm. one going about their new signs. We had one going about their hospitality area. And, you know, you could just jump into that forum, uh, comment on what you needed to comment on, jump back out, upload files. There was so much to be able to do. And Basecamp just updated to a new version. And I I haven't played with it yet. I played with the old version, but the new version looks so great and it's so tempting. Um, But uh, I I could get really excited about tech really easy. And, and, you know, and and the last thing that the staff (laughs) needs is for me to run in and go, I'm changing everything. Um, Yeah, it is so tempting. Hey, you know, we use Basecamp too. I used it. uh, Actually, the podcast is coordinated through Basecamp because we have people, you know, my little team is all over the place and uh, also launched Lasting Impact using uh, Basecamp. And again, people who jumped in, the editor of the book jumped in for a season, you know, the typesetting people or whatever you call that, they jumped in for a while. And so it's a great, uh, you can see how technical I am on that You too could be a world famous author like (laughs) Carrie Newhoff. By using yeah. Basecamp, just like <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. That's exactly the point. So, and then Todoist, Todoist is like a to-do list. So it's like to-do list with no L. Exactly. Todoist. Like, and and okay. uh, basically, maybe maybe it makes you an expert. You are a Todoist. And uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I've also been collaborating uh, with, with somebody else through Todoist as well. And and, and it kind of is like Basecamp light. It's not okay. Uh, it's not as uh, as versatile as Basecamp is. But you can handle a lot of projects all at once. And so if you're working with a uh, with a 
team of teams to do this is actually really great because you can keep everybody in one central location basically, uh, but they're allowed on their own apps and, and it works as a, as a phone and, 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 um, uh, and a tablet app. You can work together on that one app, but also just kind of branch out and run a, a ton of different projects at once. Cool. Okay. Well, we're going to, man, this is, this has been a great, we're going to keep moving. Um, Let's work on just a a few bullet points on like getting your time back, where tech is going and so forth. So um, you're big into productivity and the whole uh, goal of sort of geek pastors, not just to geek out and spend thousands of dollars on technology, although that would be nice. It's actually, so technology can do the things that you don't have to anymore so that you can do what you're called to do. Right. Absolutely. So, um, time hacks that you're finding are working really well as geek pastor blows up and you are still, you know, leading a church and helping out with that and being a dad and, uh, you know, a husband and all of that. So, uh, what are some things that are really helping you these days? Okay. So the, the number one time hack actually, uh, that I always tackle and, and I ask this of everybody, one of the first questions I ask, if somebody asks me, um, Hey, how can I be more productive? Um, I always ask, what time do you wake up? Yeah. And uh, it because it's just it, it's just very telling to me based on, uh, you know, all that you're struggling with, with productivity, how much you're getting done. If they tell me, man, I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, you know, I go, you got to wake up earlier. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's my that's my number one thing when it comes to productivity and time. Uh, I, I, I can't stress it enough or encourage you enough. Wake up early. I mean, get plenty of sleep. Don't be that guy that's going to bed at two o'clock in the morning and then waking yeah, up at yeah, four. Yeah. You know, get get some good sleep. Sleep is important. But wake up early. You can easily gain it. If you're looking for an extra hour out of your day, you could get it in the morning. If you're looking for a, a couple of hours, you can do that. Um, it, it's great because our, um, our, our, one of our, uh, our preschool ministry director, she is, uh, uh, she's great. She's amazing at what she does. Uh, and, and her little secret is she, you know, she wakes up early because none of the kids are awake, you know, all of her, Bingo. all of her kids at yep. home and, and her husband, she, she wakes up as early as she can because nobody else is awake. It's her time with God. She gets to sit down and, and really just, you know, drill down on her Bible or drill down on what, you know, what God's telling her that morning. And it's that extra time that otherwise she wouldn't be able to find later in the day. Um, and so for me, totally. that's the first thing I look at when it comes to time hacks is, you know, wake up early. Uh, I think John Acuff calls it the 5 a.m. club. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I'm a member of that. In fact, I, I, I kind of I was just going to ask you, what time do you get up? I typically get up every morning at 445. Um, wow. And that's my that's my thing every morning, 445. In fact, the whole church knows that. And so they actually even they kind of joke around about that. You know, when, when mm-hmm. they talk to me, they go, hey, when you're up at 445, can you pray for me? Um, and, and, you know, and I tell them all the time is waking up early isn't a terrible thing. You're not going to encroach on uh, the southern hemisphere's time with God uh, <laughs> yeah. because of that. You know, you're <laughs> it's OK. You could spend time with God early. And, and for me, that's a time where my daughter's not up yet. My wife hasn't started getting ready for the day yet, and, and I can actually plan out the day. Sometimes I do some podcast stuff. Sometimes I mm-hmm. do some writing. Um, I, you know, when, I, when I take a look at the, uh, the morning, uh, I try and call them the three Bs. And when I wake up in the morning, I, I spend some time in the Bible. I spend some time on some blogs and I spend some time on my body. Uh, and, I, you know, and I use that Good early for you. time you know, just to try. I never heard that. that. That's smart. <laughs> 
So again, and and again, if that's just you, you're like four forty five, I could never do that. Well, just back up a little bit, and maybe if you're getting up at eight, get up at seven or seven thirty. Exactly. If you're getting up at seven, get up at six six thirty. I generally am up between four thirty and six every day, depending on my schedule and what's going on in my life. Uh, today I slept in till like six ten. It was amazing, but that's a sleep in for me, and I still got more done before most people were up. I have to tell you honestly, sometimes I sleep in. Uh, and, and I'll wake up at six o'clock in the morning and my wife will laugh at me because I'll say, I feel like I've lost the whole day. And oh, I've said that. <laughs> I've said that on a Saturday. If I sleep it's in, so I'm gone. like, I'm two hours behind where I should be. Come on. What's going on? I'm, I'm with so, you. And then people are like, how do you get it all done? It's like, well, get up early. Get up early. So here's my mm-hmm. thing. This is the, um, this is the hack. It's a set it and forget it hack on if you want to start waking up a little bit earlier each day, um, okay. all you got to do is just sit down, grab your alarm on your phone. A lot of folks use their phones for their alarm clocks now. Mm-hmm. Um, the beauty about that is you could set multiple alarms on your phone and you could set yeah. them way in advance. And so what I what I have encouraged people to do is take your phone and every day uh, you could sit down in one sitting, set an alarm for every day this coming week and every day let that alarm uh, come on 15 minutes earlier. And so oh, the next smart. Day, and the next day and then just set it and forget it. And now that thing's going to go off and it's going to ring. And you'll be awake. Um, and, yeah. and so it's just, you know, and, and it's a disciplined thing. You got to be able to do it. But I mean, I, I mean, I can't encourage that enough. You'll be the frog in the kettle. Yes. And eventually <laughs> you won't even know what happened. That's good. So we talked a lot about technology, but is it so technology can make you better? But like how much of it is just you and how much of it is technology? Honestly, you know, it, it's all about it's all about you. It's you as the leader. Mm-hmm. You know, Maxwell, John Maxwell, yeah. you know, he says everything rises and falls on leadership. Yep. And I believe that's true. I mean, the, the technology doesn't lead. The technology enhances. And, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter um, which apps you can download, which apps you can afford or not afford or, or, or have. Man, I, I got a lot done in ministry before I ever had an iPhone. <laughs> you know, I was, it was, it was, now I've always had some, that's a great quote. I've had so many, I've had a lot of technology in my past. I, I remember, remember back in the day of the, the Palm pilots, remember those things? And mm-hmm. you know, I, I had those, I had one, oh, but none of them, none of them helped me lead. None of them actually helped me, uh, be a better pastor in terms of, um, you know, what God was teaching me, what God, where God was taking me or what he had to share, you know, show for me. All those things did was just help me remember things, which is really kind of what yeah. technology does, yeah. right? Nine nine hundred bucks to help you basically <laughs> have a digital calendar, right? I remember. So I mean, honestly, you know, that's why my heart has always been. I want to help you get the most done that you can, so that you could do what matters most, which is spend time mm. with people, be there for them, not have your face on a screen, uh, and, and not you know not be focused downward, but be focused outward, uh, you know, for for other folks. And and you know, the apps an app's never going to teach you leadership. It's never going right. to teach you how to love people. Okay, real quick. Come iPad Pro. Have you had a look yet? What are your thoughts? I've, I've had a look and I can't believe that a few years ago I was saying I needed something smaller and uh-huh. <laughs> all my devices are getting bigger. I, I, I loved my small iPhone and uh, and now I have the iPhone 6 Plus, right? Yeah, me and, too. Yeah, I, big. It's like a, my kids say, hey, flat screen TV in your pocket. Exactly. Way to go, Dad. Well, now you're literally, you have a flat screen TV in your backpack if you get an iPad Pro. Um, How big is it? I haven't, I haven't seen I think one. It's a little over 12 inches, I think. Uh, and it, I mean, here's the thing. It, it's huge. It's a flat screen right. surface that that's really big. 
personally, I don't, um, I don't have a need for the iPad Pro. Uh, I may change right. my mind, but uh, you know, I, right now I don't see it. I have a lot of friends who are artists. I have a lot of friends who are comic mm-hmm. book artists, actually, and uh, and cool. they've been doing a lot of drawing on there with that with the Apple Pen and the iPen and all that. Um, and, and so they've been doing that. But I see the iPad Pro doing some great stuff for churches a, on a Sunday morning level with like check in and uh, and handling information oh, stations. Yeah. Um, I've already kind of been you know eyeball on that and kind of going, oh, this would look so great, like in our kids ministry uh, for, you know, for checking for, for folks. One of the biggest issues that a lot of folks um, have, especially if you have older folks in your congregation, right, is, uh, you know, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to sign up for a small group on an iPad. It's just kind of so small. Mm-hmm. Well, you got this big screen TV basically that they can use if they want to sign up for groups or get help. So I'm, I'm loving that. I'm, lo- I'm loving the iPad Pro. I think there's a place for it. I think that there's definitely right. Okay, that's good. That was just a quick one. And if you're listening to this a year after we broadcast it, you'll be like, what? I know all about that. But anyway, so you've got you've got a special offer. And uh, I, I want you to tell listeners about that. And then also, just help us understand where we can find you online, because I think it's really cool what you're doing. Definitely. And, and first off, I want to say thank you so much, man, for, for having me here. And uh, this is just oh, you, you're just so helpful and you're fun to hang out with. And I, I've learned some stuff and I'm going to have to go check out Slack. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do as a result of this. We'll hang out on Slack together because that's the cool thing, too, is we could kind of share with each other. We'll, we'll, OK, we'll share, cool. We'll, we'll hang out some Slack together. Uh, you know, OK, so here's what I was doing last time I was here. Yeah. Uh, we created a special page on the website. It's, it's geekpastor.com slash carry and that's uh, c-a-r-e-y and we and it's just g-e-e-k right geekpastor.com slash carry c-a-r-e-y that's right geekpastor.com slash carry we did a couple of cool exclusives there and i'm actually going to leave those on the page and so if you missed it the last time you could still sign on and, and check out some of the stuff that we posted the last time but at the top of the page we're going to create a new sign up for a new exclusive and uh what we're going to do um is after the new year okay we're mm-hmm. going to have um an exclusive um um, listeners only of the Carrie Newhoff Leadership Podcast Q and A webinar. And uh, cool. Last time, I kind of I spent some time unpacking some things like email and automation, and we had a little bit of time at the end for some Q and A. But this time around, we're going to do an entire Q and A webinar, and and I'll collect uh, questions from folks before the webinar. We'll do them live on the webinar as well. Uh, but I wanted to kind of start off the new year right, and uh, there's no time no no time like the new year to really be able to you know start fresh with some uh, life hacks or start fresh with some technology hacks to get us going in the right direction. Well, this is great because I know listeners are going, well, why didn't you ask this question? You know, you guys can ask better questions than me. So you can go direct to that, just geekpastor.com slash carry, sign up for the webinar, Q&A with Wayne. And Wayne, I know one of the things that I just appreciate about you is you're so happy to share and really your help is so practical. Like there, if you listen and you actually apply some of this, you might actually be five hours more productive next week than you were before you turned into this episode. So that's, that's great, man. I, I I love it. It's, it's my heart. In fact, that's why, um, the other thing that I'm going to launch in January, and this is going to be for everybody. You can tell all your friends about okay. this. Okay. Um, great. is that uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to want launch a special webinar series called geek year. And, uh, it, we're going to, we're going to kick geek it off year? Geek year and we're going to okay. kick it off in January on how you can, I mean, how you can have the, like the, the geekiest year ever in a positive way. I'm talking in a real positive <laughs> way that, you know, it's, it's going to help you, uh, get the year started off right. Because I know for, for me, 
I love making, you know, uh, goals and resolutions and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of times I'm kind of left in the lurch as to how to do it. How do I accomplish it? Right. I want to do that with Geek Year. So right as soon as we kick off 2016, uh, we're going to launch that. And so be on the lookout next couple of weeks and stuff. I'll share you guys, share with you guys. Okay. So where would you it. share, where would they find that you if find they're interested in that? Find all that at geekpastor.com. Uh, you'll okay. also be able to um, follow me on social media. I'm geekpastor everywhere. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter as Wayne Cordova as well. But the blog and the podcast are all at geekpastor.com and uh, you're going to get all the information right there. Oh, that's awesome. You know, and what what's fun is you can be a geek with Wayne, but still keep all your friends. It's that's that right. kind of geek, that's right. right? Which is which is awesome. <laughs> hey, Wayne, you've really served the listeners again. I just want to say thank you so much for being a guest today. No, Carrie, it is my pleasure. Thank you so much. Hey, isn't that cool? I just love it when podcasts guests say, I'm going to give back to listeners in a really special way. So do me a favor and go blow up his site. Would that be great? Because Wayne's got this webinar for you. He's got these bonuses for you. And uh, I just love it when people want to give back to the Christian community. So give him some love. Head on over there. It is geekpastor.com slash Kerry, C-A-R-E-Y. And uh, thanks so much for that, Wayne. I I think you're going to be back here again. You know, it's fun now that we're sort of in the second year of the podcast. We've got um, some return guests and you'll hear more from them. But we also got some people you have never heard from before coming up on the podcast. In fact, uh, we've got Chris Brown. So uh, Chris has got a radio show. He's coming up real soon. He also has his own podcast, The Leadership Momentum Podcast and Chris Brown's True Stewardship. So Chris Brown from Ramsey Solutions is going to be our guest next time. We've also got Dave Adamson, who does all the social media for North Point. We've heard from Newspring and their social media. Dave is going to bring us a perspective from North Point. Uh, Joe Sangel, a great friend. Uh, We're going to spend a lot of time talking about money at the end of the year, not only for your budgeting, but for your church's budgeting cycle. Whit George is a guest. Hayden Shaw, all about like millennials. And we got a whole lot more coming up for the new year. So uh, I'm really excited about that. And again, best way to make sure you don't miss anything is to subscribe. And if you would do that today, I would be so, so thankful. So thank you so much for everything today. And I really do hope that this episode has helped you lead like never before. Talk to you next Tuesday. You've been listening to the Carrie Newhoff Leadership Podcast. Join us next time for more insights on leadership, change, and personal growth to help you lead like never before.